Hello Taurus friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Taurus November 2021 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com which is the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month. If you forget that link by the end of the video you can just click on the little more button with the arrow and you'll see all the links there to all the resources that I make. Also if you'd like to be an astrologer as your profession or just have a place to ask questions and learn for yourself, for your family and friends, you will love my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com. At that same site, I also have free classes, including one for abundance. If you're looking for supercharging your money sector, you can find a free course there. All right, so two admin notes to make the most of this video. The first is this is for you if Taurus is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, and if you're a hardcore person that goes even deeper into your charts and you have Taurus as your Mercury or Venus or Mars or whatever you watch for, then this is going to be for you. This will be part of your astrological picture if you have a Taurus placement. The next important note is that if you're a late degree Taurus, May 11th through the rest of the sign or 20 to 29 degrees, the later into May, the more this is true, and the later in degree, the more this is true. I also recommend you watch my Gemini report because those of you towards the end of the spectrum have a cuspy chart and it's a more complex read. And so between the Taurus and the Gemini report, you'll be pretty well covered. So this is one of my favorite months of the whole year. And we're going to go into all the details as to why. Also, one of the biggest must knows for Taurus is that we are starting a new eclipse cycle and that eclipse cycle is targeting you. So this first eclipse in the eclipse cycle, November 19th, full moon lunar eclipse at 27 degrees of Taurus is in your sign. And it's the first of eclipses that will be in Taurus or your polarity, Scorpio, between now, the end of 2021 and the end of 2023. So you've got two years where your life has a very, very good chance of completely being redone. So the good news about that is that if there are stodgy things that have been in place that you've been working towards clearing yourself or freeing yourself from, the chance for clearing the karmic baggage is very much upped. The second great thing about that is that stepping onto your highest destiny path is more of an option at this point because the eclipses run along the ecliptic, and the ecliptic is also where the north and south node um, calculations come from. And the north node in the chart is your area of highest expression in this lifetime. The south node is, and so that's the dharma. The karma is the south node placement, and that is the challenges that you came in with, the, even the good things you came in with, the, the gifts, the lessons that you came in to learn. All of those are along this ecliptic. And so twice a year, every six months or so, we have this eclipse season and things get activated to get us on our highest path in a greater way. And when those um, signs that the eclipses are in are your own sign, then it really, really turns up the heat and it really gives a chance for clearing the decks and stepping into the life of your dreams. You're going to have to say goodbye to a lot of things and you're going to get to say hello to a lot of things. So that's a big must know because those hellos and goodbyes might have started already. The eclipse season started revving in October. You might already have a sense of where these eclipses are taking you and it is going to be quite an adventure. 
you are going to feel quite a bit like the hobbit that is in his little hobbit hole and doesn't want to go on an adventure <laughs> where you're happy in your hobbit hole with all your comfort you know comfortable things in your pantry and all the stuff in there and now you have this you know mischievous set of people coming to your house and now guess what you're going to have to expand your horizons but the story of the Lord of the Rings had a good outcome and it's very, very good chance that your story can too. And so it's just something to keep in mind because you will be feeling like that hobbit having to get out of your hobbit hole in your comfort zone over the next couple of years and you will be on a great adventure and your perspectives and your experience will be taken to great new heights. So it's a very exciting time. Something else that I love about this month is that we have more sweet aspects than salty ones, and that hasn't happened until, since May. So basically, we've been in a, a bad proportion of challenging aspects versus sweet ones, sometimes by a landslide in recent months, and that shifts this month, so that's something to celebrate. If you want a write-up of all the sweet and salty aspects, all the aspects, period, how they might affect you and their dates, delivered into your inbox one month early, definitely sign up for my free email newsletter at anyhelpsyou.com because that's where I, I give my email crew that very in-depth write-up. But for our purposes here today, I am going to give you some dates to star on your calendar. Already star the dates around the November 19th because that's the eclipse. But since the eclipse season started four to six weeks before, you're kind of like on high alert from eclipse changes for October, November, and December. But also star in your calendar November 26th through 30th because we have a pileup of nine sweet aspects. And it's very unusual to have so many sweet aspects in a row without having a bunch of annoying aspects interfering or, or contradicting them. So that's going on with a special, a special concentration on the 29th and 30th is where seven of those nine sweet aspects are. So just kind of be ready to look out for how those might manifest. And if you have to plan some important things, there's some really good energy at that time. Another major must know is that this month is um, dances in between the personal planet retrogrades, Mercury retrograde of, of, of September, October, and then Venus retrograde of December, January. In truth, the Venus retrograde cycle starts November 18th with the shadow period, then goes retrograde in December, then is retrograde until the end of January, then its post-shadow period goes until the beginning of March. So a very long period of time where the ruler of love, beauty, money, um, your budget, your finances, your design projects, your cosmetic, physical appearance, anything that you do with your body physically, that's all going to be offline and there are different rules when Venus is in retrograde and I've literally written the book on it, written the book on this. So you can see my book Planetology for lots of details about how to manage and um, make the most of the Venus retrograde and the do's and don'ts. But I also have a summary video on YouTube so you can search for Annie Botticelli and Venus Retrograde and I have a lot of resources that you can find. My video is the, the shortest summary of how to get you up to speed and that's something you'll want to watch now because there are things that are it are not it's not the best to do <laughs> during the retrograde and so you might want to do those things in November and you'll have a really great chance because November 3rd through November 17th is a time when we're done with the Mercury post retrograde and we haven't started the Venus pre retrograde shadow yet so November 3rd through 17th is this beautiful time free from all of it and the whole month of November really is an active web weaving time, as we'll call it. I'll get back to that analogy in a second. But especially those dates are, you know, really, really free from any negative um, 
any of the negative energies of the of the uh, retrogrades but there are a lot of positive energies of the retrogrades and you will see all of the different ways that those can show up also because Venus is going retrograde and fellow earth sign the whole retrograde cycle that Venus is in is actually going to be kissing your placement so I do expect some extra support for Taurus placements with the Venus retrograde and lots of things from the past can come into your life in a really big way so just to differentiate here January or um, September, October and December, January are retrograde times where it's basically energies, the tides are coming in. So things are moving inward and backward. So if you just imagine on a tide that's coming in, you don't want to throw your message in a bottle there, right? It's going to float right back to you. So anything that's requiring oomph or a push out or trying to go out far and wide, those are things you want to do in November, especially in that third through 17th, but the whole month holds good energy for the tides going out. The tides going out are when you ship your, you know, put your boat that wants to go out to sea, you put your message in a bottle, the tides are going that way. So Dece uh, um, November is for things like launches and, you know, engagements and weddings and big parties and plans and contracts, agreements, big purchases, high ticket purchases, things like that are very well supported in this time, especially in that third through 17th, but really for all month in a lot of ways. Because once you get into the Venus retrograde, there are different rules for those purchases and it, they still could be okay, but there are a lot of caveats and the energy is not as clear. But you've got this beautiful time here to take advantage of that. And I do expect a lot of material dreams to take flight for Taurus in the times that we're stepping into, partly because of the Venus retrograde and the beautiful sign, part because Taurus, you know, having the eclipse cycle is definitely dismantling some things, but it's also going to build some things. And certain things you've been building will get an extra boost and certain things might be wiped away, but the things that will be built in their place will be more sustainable and probably more fulfilling, okay? So that you've got that to look forward to. Now, while everybody, has a chance to have blessings and intensity from this eclipse. Those of you in the late degree sector, so we'll say May 15th through the rest of the sign, um, or 22 degrees through the rest of the, the, you know, to 29 degrees, and the closer to 27 degrees, the more you'll get your exact hit from that eclipse, and the more likely you are to see very radical changes from this eclipse. Now, if you have other planets that I don't know about that are making angles to the eclipses, then those can be activators for change too. And we can't speak to all of that because I don't know all of your placements, but I can definitely say for sure, you know, what, what we just said here about the closer to 27 degrees, the more active this is likely to be for you. Now, something else that's really coming up with this new eclipse cycle is me versus we and my stuff versus our stuff. And this is also further supported by the continued movements of the personal planets, in this case, the sun and now newly Mars through Scorpio, which is in your opposing sign. So this story of my money, your money, our money, my stuff, your stuff, our stuff, you know, my sustainability, our sustainability, your um resources and other people's resources and the merging and the switching around and sort of the shuffling of energies in those departments are going to be a huge theme not only for you as Taurus placements but for the world because Uranus is in Taurus has been bringing this topic of sustainability up in a very big way and resources use of resources and now the eclipse cycle is also bringing this up and then a third layer here is these um, Scorpio planets and these are shorter term but they are present so you might be finding that you're in some conflicts 
with important people in your life or that you're getting into accord with important people in your life and you might have a little of both. You might have to have some conflict to get on the same page. You might have some accord and then run into some conflicts, but trying to maneuver working with merging of resources and allocating of resources is going to be a very big theme now in the future. And you'll see lots of changes to your personal relationships over the next couple of years. And you're starting to see the direction that that's going in. And a lot of it has to do with sustainability, where something that was, quote, working before might feel like, wow, this is not really working. And you might start to wonder if it ever really was or if it's just your perspective that's starting to change to say, wow, I don't think this is going to work anymore, whether it's your own efforts or you know yourself in relation to other people. You do also have quite a bit of energy in your house of organization and um, and of health and of systems. And so you might be building new systems. You might have to tend to certain things in your health arenas. Uh, things involving pets and animals might be coming up and also could be business or your workplace. Um, the odds are that you're going to be very busy though because your sixth house is active and, <clears throat> excuse me, and also planets are starting to move through Sagittarius plus the Sagittarius eclipse. And Sag energy always brings a dizzying speed up of everything and Jupiter will have just gone direct in October. And so, you know, things are starting to speed up on a lot of different levels and you're going to be feeling that for sure. The Scorpio energies can also bring some high and heavy emotion for better or worse. So just kind of be aware that there, there are you know, increased chances for emotional experiences that can be very pleasurable or that can be very stressful and that that's just all of what you're working with and that partnerships are very much in the forefront at this time. It's a good thing to ask yourself the question, what kind of support do you need to create more of the life that you want? Because a lot of your answers are going to come from this storyline between self-reliance versus working with somebody else. And Taurus people are generally very independent and really require and ask for very little from other people. And so this is a time where you might be questioning that tendency and starting to see the ways where you can create win-wins and synergistic relationships with other people. <clears throat> okay, so let's see. So the Sagittarius-Gemini eclipse cycle really started kicking up in March of 2020. And of course that's notable because that's when the world shut down from the coronavirus. And it's not just this eclipse cycle that was part of that astrological profile. There are a lot of other factors, all of which you can see if you watch, if you search for Botticelli coronavirus, you'll see my whole very detailed explanation of the markets changing and all of the things that have been going on. Um, and that will be very helpful because we're not going to speak to a lot of that stuff now. But what's important to know for our purposes now is that the Gemini and Sagittarius eclipse cycle that started heating up in March of 2020 is closing out now. So the storylines that were brought up with the um, you know, information and transportation and education and you know, work from home, school from home, work in office, like these types of things. Um, traveling, the blocks to traveling, the social situations, the blocks to the social situations, all of that's going to be coming to some kind of closure. Now the closure doesn't mean the coronavirus ends and the world is back to how it was pre-COVID, but it does mean that a chapter is closing in the next couple of months and we are going to the next level of whatever is going to be the experience. And in your personal experiences, you've been having a lot of um, themes that have been going on since you know, around March of 2020, and you'll see that some of your personal themes, some things are really kind of closing out now. Now with the, let's see, 
remember if I mentioned this before, but just in case. Um, so this Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle is starting the end of 2021, going to the end of 2023. And you can think back to the end of 2012 to the end of 2014, which is when the, this eclipse cycle happened last. So you can kind of think about the types of changes that happened at that time. Not everything that went on is going to go on again. Some people ask that because they get worried if something bad happened, then it doesn't necessarily mean there'll be a repeat of a situation exactly like that. But the themes, the lessons, the opportunities, kind of uh, sometimes on a very obvious level, sometimes on a more subtle level, things that were going on in that time are going to be coming up for question again or for reevaluation or for going to a different level. And that's definitely um, happening. So in general, you've got focus on partnerships, focus on finding balance, focus on reshuffling resources, focus on sustainability and what that means to you personally with your efforts and your money and your resources and everything like that. We've got a final conclusion coming. We've got new information and new themes beginning, and we have the activation of a very life-changing cycle for Taurus. And we've talked about quite a bit of the types of eclipse things you might see going on, but to get an even wider view of all of the potentials of these eclipses, I have an eclipse series. You can go to my YouTube page, Annie Botticelli YouTube, or you can search for the videos I'm about to list, you know, just Annie Botticelli and then the title of the, the um, video organically. But I'm going to suggest that you watch my Eclipses in Taurus video. Also watch my Eclipses in Sagittarius video. Also watch my Eclipses in Aries slash the first house. You can just look for Eclipses in Aries. And you, if you are like a later degree placement, say May 15th to the rest of the sign or so, like the later, later degrees, then I also recommend that you watch my Eclipses in Pisces or 12th house video because there are going to be themes that come in for you later degree placements that, um, from where the, the chart shifts for you. Well, as usual, I've given you lots of information to help you make the most of the starry opportunities. If you'd like even more information, you can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, which is where you can connect in with my podcast, all of my blog sites, my books, my courses. I've got all kinds of free goodies, so you can check all that out at AnnieHelpsYou.com. You can check out my school, LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com. That's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And if you'd like to be a professional astrologer or just learn astrology because you love it and you want to help yourself and your friends, you can see my course there, Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course. If you think I go into a lot of details with the free offerings that I do every month, then you should see the details I go into in the comprehensive organized nature of this course that will equip you to do whatever you'd like to do with astrology. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye!